Hi, it's me, Tiwa Ogunlesi. I'm a life coach, founder of Confident and Killing It, and you're listening to the Confident and Killing It podcast. This show is about waking you up to your worth so you can be confident, unstoppable, and dare to live the life that you truly desire. No more fear and insecurities getting in the way. It's time to master your mind, believe in yourself, and show up in the world. Let's get into it. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Confident and Killing It. Hope you're all good. To everyone in England, I hope you are surviving lockdown too. And to everyone else, I hope you are doing good, sending so much love and light your way. As you can probably tell, I'm in a very good mood this week. And I think it's because last week I was very intentional about accessing and creating and cultivating joy in my life. So if you follow me on Instagram, I had like five days where I was just recording all the things that I did to bring me joy. And so I think it worked and I'm definitely feeling more joyful. So today is really going to be about how to thrive when everything feels terrible because I asked everyone how you are all feeling on Instagram and I got a lot of emotionally and physically drained responses. And so I'm like, okay, uh, we need to focus on that. I don't know if you know, but there is a science to happiness. There are things you can do to build your mental, physical, and emotional well-being. You don't have to wait for happiness to come and meet you. You don't have to wait for, you know, for success to come your way before you feel happy. You don't have to wait for you to achieve a goal before you feel happy. Happiness comes before the goals. Happiness comes before success. So today I'm going to be talking to you about how to create your own happiness, how to create your own joy. Even when you're in your house and you can't leave, there are still opportunities for you to create joy. So today we're going to be looking at the science of happiness. And so whether you are in the UK or you're somewhere else in the world and you might just be having end of year blues, you might be reflecting at the end of the year and seeing that, you know, maybe you haven't achieved all the goals you've achieved and so it's making you feel unhappy and insecure this is going to help you create a plan so that you can start building your happiness and cultivating happiness for yourself okay so before we get started you know I love to start with a little shout out so today I want to shout out Alice Meikle photography And she sent me a DM on Instagram saying, Hi Tiwalola, I just finished episode three of your podcast. You have lit up my day, my week, my life. (laughs) How amazing is that? Just downloaded the Celebrate Your Wins worksheet and the Strengths Finder. Can't wait to do them. I love your message and I love seeing you shine fully from your chest. It's so inspiring to see. So you put down on your weekly wins that you have just inspired another woman to step into her fullest self. And she sent me a lovely picture of her croissant, her coffee and her notepad. And she's saying, writing down every single word that you say, (laughs) which is brilliant. And then she said she also shared the podcast with her sister and they were talking about it on the phone. And her sister was loving the idea of identifying her strengths because she's never really looked at it that way before. 
So thank you so much, Alice, for such a beautiful message. First of all, so good that you are taking it all in and loving the message. And even more importantly, you're sharing that message with your sister and having conversations about it. That is so, 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 so beautiful. And that is literally my dream. So thank you so much for that. Now let's get into the episode. Professor Martin Seligman spent many years developing a theory for happiness and I'm going to be breaking that theory down and showing you how you can apply it to your life in a very practical way. So it is called the PERMA model and the first P stands for positive emotion and this is all about cultivating and being proactive about your emotions and making sure that majority of the time your emotions are positive rather than negative. So I want to say that both positive and negative emotions are a natural, natural part of life. The issue becomes when we feel too much negative emotion, our body starts to shut down, we get stuck in it, that is not what you want at all. But feeling a little bit of negative emotion is completely normal. So today I'm going to be focusing on, well, with this P, I'm going to be focusing on how to cultivate your positive emotions with specific exercises and skills so you can feel good about yourself for longer and more often as well. So the first thing you can do to boost your positive emotion is focus on small moments of joy in your life. Think about what brings you joy and how much time you spend doing those things, okay? Like I said, I did a little joy diary. October was a heavy month for me. The last two weeks, I just felt heavy and sad and really just not my usual self. I felt the emotions, I articulated it and I began the process, but also taking practical steps to move closer to joy. So I went on long walks, you know, I made sure I was taking care of myself and eating well, things like that. So look for small moments of joy in your life. You need to know what brings you joy. You need to know what you love. Secondly, at the end of the day, I want you to try and write down three things that went well for you every single day. Three things that went well for you every single day because this reminds you that actually you've had a you know you've had some good days and your whole day might not be amazing you might have some bad things here and there but at least there were three things that went well for you on that day and this just keeps your positive emotions in check and gets you excited and feeling good about the things that did go well rather than focusing on all the things that didn't go well. Another thing to think about is to be careful about what you speak out loud and what you pay attention to. Also be very careful about what you consume. Your mind is like a computer. If you put good code in, you get fast running programs, you get ease, you know, you get you get productivity. If you put bad code in, you get bugs, things begin to run very slowly. So what you consume, what you feed your mind, your body and soul is really important. If you eat toxic food that is expired, you will fall ill. If you consume toxic media, if you consume toxic energy, you will fall ill. It's the exact same thing, exact same thing. And so be careful about what you're consuming 
you don't need to spend hours and hours reading the news. It's the same damn thing they've been talking about the whole year, okay? We're over it. Be intentional about reading other things that can uplift you and empower you, right? Make sure your feed is curated so that the posts you're looking at on social media actually lift you up rather than make you feel afraid or anxious. And then be careful what you speak out loud because what you give attention to is what you attract into your life. So I had a coaching session with a a new client recently. The first thing she just kept saying to me was, oh, I find it so difficult to talk about my strengths. I find it so difficult to talk about my strengths. I find it so difficult to talk about my strengths. No wonder she finds it so difficult to talk about her strengths because that's all she talks about, how difficult it is to talk about her strengths. And it's so, it's so important to be careful what you speak out loud. It's only difficult if you make it difficult. It really isn't difficult to talk about your strengths unless you have decided that it is going to be difficult. And when you keep saying it's going to be difficult, guess what's going to happen? It's going to be difficult. So just be careful about what you speak out loud. Are you paying attention to what you want in life or are you paying attention to what you don't want in life? All of these things will affect your level of positive emotion. And then finally, check your perspective. If you look back on the past with pain and regret, you will become sad. You will become depressed. You will feel like your life isn't going anywhere. So if you start reflecting and you look back on 2020 and see this whole year and say, oh, I I didn't achieve this. I didn't take this goal. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. I could have done this. I could have done that. Maybe I could have started a new business or maybe I could have done a course and you didn't. You will feel regret and you will feel depressed about it. So instead practice mindfulness and be grateful for what you have been able to achieve with the little resources that you had. This year has been a very difficult year. Please, please, please do not beat yourself up because you did not achieve all the goals you set out to achieve at the beginning of the year. It's not worth it. Be kind to yourself, okay? If you're listening to this podcast, you probably haven't even reached half of the time you're going to spend on this planet, okay? So there is enough time. If 2020 wasn't the year to achieve your goals, it's okay. There's next year and the year after that and the year after that. So please remember, self-compassion is key. And also, if you look to the future with worry and anxiety about, you know, risks and danger, and maybe what if you don't get a job? What if we go back into another lockdown? What if, what if, what if all these terrible things start happening? You will become anxious and pessimistic, and that's going to affect your positive emotions too. So your perspective is so key. If you look back at the past with regret and if you look to the future with fear and anxiety, you will not have positive emotions and well-being. So instead, focus on what you know to be true. You have survived this year. We know that is true. Celebrate yourself for that. You don't know what the future holds. So maybe at least you can bet on yourself and hope for the outcome that you actually want. Remember, everything that I have just shared now is a choice you can make. Positive and negative emotions are both healthy. The key is not to get stuck in your negative emotions. The key is not to internalize your negative emotions as something being wrong with you. You are not your emotions, okay? So having positive emotions and being able to cultivate positive emotions is a key driver to happiness and 
healthy mental, physical, and emotional well-being. The second letter in the PERMA model is E, and E stands for engagement, being engaged in your life and the work that you're doing. Rather than feeling bored or useless, you feel a good flow of energy and joy and happiness that you are engaged in the work that you're doing and you are engaged with your life. Being engaged in your life allows you to gain momentum and focus and allows you to enter a state of being in the flow. And this is the state that top athletes get into when, and not just athletes actually, you know, people who are really dedicated to the work that they're doing, they get into a state of flow where everything is just coming with ease and they just seem so unstoppable and they looks like they're flying and they're just absorbed in the work that they're doing. Okay, so psychology describes a state of flow as a state of utter blissful immersion in the present moment. If you want to be more happy, if you want to thrive when everything feels terrible, you have to make sure that you're doing things that allow you to feel engaged in your life. You have a, you have to have a sense of passion for your life and do what you love. So we are most likely to fulfill our own unique potential when we are engaged in activities that absorb and inspire us. For example, when I'm speaking on stage, wow, I feel so absorbed and inspired by the energy that is around me and that actually allowed me to unlock my purpose. So find out what brings you in, what makes you feel absorbed and inspired and do more of that. A great way to figure out what gets you in the flow is to identify what your strengths are. What are you good at doing? And this is what Alice was talking about. She went on the website and downloaded the strengths finder and she deep dived into her strengths and she was able to articulate it. And now her life is never going to be the same because she knows what her strengths are and she can be intentional about accessing those strengths. So if you're listening to this and you have no idea what your strengths are, that is not good enough. You need to go and put in the work and do that right now. Because once you know your strengths, oh gosh, honey, your life will never be the same. That is when you really wake up to the greatness within you and you will not be confident if you are not first awake. So wake up, figure out your strengths and take your life to the next level. Then you can also look at what your talents are and what your values are and the things that set your heart on fire. But when we really identify what our greatest strengths are, like I said, we can consciously engage in work or activities that makes us feel more confident, productive and valuable, right? A big reason why I am so confident is because confident and killing it is literally built on my strengths and my interests in in that alignment. I like to call it my power circle. And so every day when I wake up, I am living from a place of strength and I am feeling engaged. And so even when my negative emotions might be taking over me, the fact that I get to do what I love every single day will actually boost my engagement and boost my positive emotions and therefore boost my overall happiness and well-being. So If you feel bored in your life, if you feel a bit useless, please do not settle in that. You owe it to yourself to feel alive and joyful and happy. And you can create this happiness by understanding yourself, what sets your heart on fire, and then being more intentional about doing it. 
Meditation is another really good thing that you can do to be present in your body, to connect with your personal needs, to what your heart really desires, so that you can actually understand what your values are and what matters to you. Remember, I've said this many times, your mind and your heart often want different things. So being able to pay attention to what your heart wants and connecting to your heart needs through meditation, um, visualization, things like that, and just getting still is a great way to unlock your state of flow and gain momentum in your life. So if we look at engagement in terms of lockdown and everything that's going on here, this is actually a perfect time to carve out time for your personal growth to figure out what's important to you and do more of those things. Now, if you find adventure really important to you, okay, you might not be able to travel right now, but you know, there are other things that you can do to fulfill those values and fulfill those needs, right? You can go on a walk, maybe change your route, um, maybe do something experimental with your hair or try a, a nail color polish that you've never tried before or wear different kinds of clothes that you wouldn't usually wear before. All of these little things add up to get you one step closer to happiness and joy. The third letter in the PERMA model is R, and that stands for relationships. We are social animals. We are social beings. We love to connect. We love to feel love. We love a physical and emotional connection with other people. And, you know, Oprah always says people just want to feel seen, feel heard, and know that they matter. So having healthy relationships in your life is the foundation to your levels of happiness and joy and feeling confident. So, you know, we really depend a lot on the people around us to maintain balance in our life. When you're alone and you isolate yourself, you kind of lose touch with everything else that's going on in the world. For example, you might be feeling like you're, um, you are facing a problem that just feels so big and so challenging until you hear that maybe somebody else has experienced the same thing and they have a solution, or even that maybe the problem you thought was super big is not actually a big problem at all. So being surrounded by a healthy community actually helps us put life into perspective. Um, another thing is that when you experience something joyful, it actually leads to more joy when you experience it with other people. So if you watch a funny movie by yourself versus watching a funny movie with another person, it multiplies the joy you experience in that moment. Okay. So if you are living in a house with people, try and do stuff together It multiplies the joy. And if you are living alone, get on the phone, get on FaceTime, try and still connect with your friends and be intentional about your friendships. That is something I have really, really done this year. I, I decided I want richer friendships. I'm no longer that person who's like, oh, we're friends. We don't really talk, but when we see it's all good. No, that's not what my heart wants in 2020. I want rich relationships and rich friendships. And so I've sat down with my friends and had conversations with them about, um, what does friendship look like for you? How do you express your love? You know, understanding your love languages for your friends and not just for your romantic partnerships. So, you know, a key to, to relationships is 
is really balance, you know, it's not enough to just surround yourself with people to just say, oh, these are my friends, you know, you also have to listen and to share and to be vulnerable and make the effort to maintain a connection. That is the level of friendship that will really, really bring you fulfillment in life. Like I said, just saying, oh, we're friends, we see when we see, that's kind of empty if we're really, really being honest. Um, but yeah, learn to let go of toxic relationships, honey. You are not about to start 2021 in a toxic relationship. Let it go now. 2020 is a great year to let a lot of things go. You can be the most confident person, but if you put yourself in a toxic relationship with someone who is constantly dragging you down or being mean to you, you will lose your confidence. You will lose your sense of self and it would affect your emotional and mental well-being. So set yourself up for success by spending more times with the friends that lift you up and make you feel good about yourself and less time with toxic people who always have something negative to say. The fourth letter is M in the PERMA model and M stands for meaning. So this is the fourth thing that if you do intentionally, you will be able to be happier and feel better and more fulfilled in your life, regardless of whatever situation you are in. So we really feel our best when we feel we dedicate our time to doing something greater than ourselves. So if you think about when people talk about purpose, 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 it's usually all about doing something bigger than yourself. And this could be something to do with your faith, your community work, family, a political cause, a charity, something professional, or even a creative goal. When you work with a community and that community is together pursuing a shared goal, it usually makes you happier. And this has actually been scientifically proven where studies have shown that people who belong to a community and pursue shared goals are happier than people who don't. So if you don't feel like you are part of a community working towards a shared goal, please join the Confident and Killing It community so you don't feel like you're alone in whatever you are going through. We are here to support you. And it's very important that you feel like the work that you are doing in life is consistent with your personal beliefs and values. So if you feel like your work doesn't align to your beliefs or you're not seeing, um, you know, your work just kind of feels empty and it's not achieving anything, you are likely to to feel unhappy and a lack of fulfillment in life. But when you know the work you're doing is making a difference in somebody else's life, it often brings you happiness. So Think about how you are using your time and if you're using your time for good and if you're using your time and abilities for good and if the work that you are doing is good, like if it's making an impact in the world. And once you've identified what really matters to you, find some like-minded people and begin working together with them on this. So purpose really doesn't have to be something big and scary. If you are in our community meetup uh, last week, we had a really great session talking about purpose. Something that was brought up that was really interesting was about how, you know, when we think about purpose, it's usually about giving, giving, giving to other people. But that giving does not need to come as a cost to your own personal sense of self and wellness. So when I think of my purpose, I think of 
using my skills and my ability to bring change in the world. Now, I can't bring that change if I'm not nurturing my skills and abilities. So purpose isn't just about doing things for other people. It's about using your inner greatness, that potential in you to unlock something in the world. And so you have to take care of yourself and be aware of that greatness before you can achieve your purpose. And then also you can have different purposes in different seasons of your life. Purpose isn't one thing that is set in stone and you can have multiple passions that lead to a sense of purpose. So for example, let's say my purpose is to empower women. I can do that through content on social media. I can do that through building a business. I could do that through travel vlogging. I could do that through a flower company. You know, let's say I had multiple passions. Having a purpose isn't just about picking one passion and doing only that one thing. No, it's about making an impact in the world and working together with the people around you to bring about positive change in whatever you're doing, okay? And now we move on to the final letter of the PERMA model, which is A, and A stands for accomplishment. And this is, you know, if you really want to achieve a sense of well-being and happiness, you must be able to look back at your life, look back at your year with a sense of accomplishment that you did what you were capable of doing with the resources that you had to your disposal. Okay. If you look back at your life with a sense of regret, like you haven't achieved anything or you haven't done, or you haven't done anything, it is going to affect your levels of confidence and self-belief. So this is why gratitude is super, super important. And also self-compassion. If you can be kind to other people, you can be kind to yourself. It really amazes me the amount of women I come across who are everybody's cheerleaders but themselves. It really makes no sense. If you know how to cheer someone on, if you know how to empower someone and be their cheerleader, that means you're already 80% of the way there. So all you need to do is really turn that around and give some of that compassion to yourself. Be your own cheerleader because you are just as worthy. So past successes will make you feel more confident and more optimistic when you look to your future. That is why it is so important to celebrate yourself. There is nothing bad or selfish about being proud of your accomplishments. If you are winning right now in lockdown, own it. If somebody feels insecure by your successes, they need to check what about your success is triggering them. That's not your problem. That's their problem. They need to understand what about your success is triggering them and what changes do they need to make in their own life. Don't dim your lights to make other people feel more comfortable. Celebrate yourself because that gives you more happiness and joy as you go on to do more things in the future. Also, when you feel good about yourself, you are more likely to share your skills and your talents and your gifts with other people. And sharing your talents with other people can actually boost your confidence and your mood. Because remember what I said, people just want to know they are seen, they are heard and that they matter. So if you give somebody advice, it often boosts your well-being. If you use your gifts and talents to help other people, it does something nice for your self-esteem and your mental well-being. Okay? So 
you will be more motivated and also work harder to achieve things when you celebrate yourself and you remember why you are good at what you're doing. This is also where imposter syndrome comes from. It is memory loss where you forget all the amazing things about yourself. And if you haven't listened to the imposter syndrome episode, please do so because you will understand why it is so important to celebrate yourself. Another reason why accomplishments will make you feel happier and looking back at your accomplishments will make you feel happier is that you may even inspire the people around you to also achieve their goals. The best thing I love hearing is when people come to me and say, oh, Tiwa, your joy is so inspiring or seeing you achieve your goals is so inspiring and it makes me want to do so the same. That adds to my level of happiness, knowing that my life was an inspiration to somebody else. Now, your life can't be an inspiration if you keep everything to yourself and you don't celebrate yourself right? So learning to celebrate yourself and own your accomplishments allows other people to hear about all the great things you're doing and be inspired because if you can do it, they can do it too. So how do I celebrate myself in a way that still aligns with still being humble and not being an arrogant person? I have a monthly wins tracker, which I've created for free on the confidentandkillingit.com website. And anyone can go and download that monthly wins tracker and actually keep a log of their small wins and their big wins every single month. And it even has a template to help you think of potential things that you could classify as a win. And this monthly wins tracker is the same thing Alice talked about. It's been such a game changer because you can see all your accomplishments on one big spreadsheet. And whenever you're feeling down or doubting yourself, you can just go in there and look at it, give it a quick glance and remind yourself that you are killing it. You are doing the best that you can. Okay. So It is scientifically proven that when you celebrate yourself, it sends positive messages to your brain that you are winning in life and that gives you more motivation to keep on winning, okay? It is not arrogant. It is nothing to feel bad or selfish about, okay? So that is the PERMA model, positive emotion, feeling engaged, having healthy relationships, finding meaning in your life and a sense of accomplishment. If you put this in your journal and break it down into specific things that you can start doing in each of these areas and be intentional about it, this is like your wellness confidence plan to get you through lockdown and the rest of the year where you might not be feeling so good about yourself. Please remember that you are worthy of love, of light, of encouragement, of celebration. You owe it to yourself to love yourself. And um, I wrapped up a coaching session with one of my clients and she said the her biggest takeaway from it was realizing that she didn't need to settle in her negative thoughts. Realizing that she could actually be a positive person and celebrate herself. She never knew that was capable for her. And that is what I want my mission in life to be. That women begin to realize that they don't need to settle with a life that they do not want. You can live the life you want. You can feel how you want to feel. You can feel good. You can feel confident. But you have to put in the work and make choices. Okay? 
So I'm going to end this episode with a quick wellness quiz. And these are just questions to ask yourself and you give yourself a score from the scale of one to 10. 10 means you're really doing this thing and zero to one means you're not doing it at all. Okay. So I'm going to read out some questions to you. going to give yourself a little score and that is what you can use as an indicator to see which of these areas in the PERMA model do you need to work on more, okay? So you can boost your happiness in this season that we are all in. Okay, question number one. How good are you at expressing and processing negative emotions? Okay, so give yourself a number on the scale of one to 10. 10 being you're really good at expressing yourself and processing your emotions versus one or zero, meaning you are not good at all. And what I mean by this question is how good are you at expressing when you feel negative? How good are you at expressing how you feel and processing the emotions? I don't mean expressing the anger out at someone or lashing out but how good are you at actually articulating oh I'm feeling anxious right now or oh I'm feeling a bit angry right now I'm processing that emotion okay give yourself a number second question how often are you thinking positive and empowering thoughts about yourself 10 is yes that is me always thinking positive and empowering thoughts and zero is uh not me at all my default is negative 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 Number three, how motivated do you feel to achieve your goals? Okay, so are you feeling heavy and burdened and a lack of productivity or are you feeling excited and motivated to achieve your goals? Give yourself a number on a scale of one to ten. Okay, Fourth question, how healthy are the relationships in your life? Okay, so think about, are your relationships healthy? Do you have friends who uplift you and empower you? Or are you constantly fighting with your friends and when you spend time with them, they make you feel less about yourself and negative about yourself, okay? Give yourself a number. Fifth question, How much time do you spend doing work that matters to you? So are you one of those people who hates their job and you're just like, oh, my job is totally pointless. I don't make any impact whatsoever. I'm just doing it for the money. Or are you somebody who really loves what you do and you can literally see the impact your work is making in the world? Okay, give yourself a number depending on where you are. And then final question how good are you at celebrating yourself when good things happen are you one of those people who sweeps your accomplishments under the rug or are you one of those people who owns it and celebrates themselves and others too okay so if you scored between 30 to 60 that's good and you can definitely um keep doing what you're doing If you are between 30 and 50, I would say a little bit bit of room for improvement. So don't get too comfortable. If you are between 50 to 60 points, you're definitely killing it in the well-being area. If you are zero to 30, this should be a wake-up call for you to realize that actually there is loads of room for you to grow and invest in yourself and be more intentional about creating your own happiness. Remember, your happiness is your responsibility. You cannot wait for happiness to land on your door. Father Christmas is not coming with a happiness this year, people. We have to cultivate it and create it ourselves. So I really hope this episode 
um, is going to help you feel the happiness to thrive when everything feels terrible and to feel good in yourself because you deserve that. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Keep sharing your messages with me. Keep DMing me. I love, love, love to see them. Please remember to subscribe and to rate and leave a review if you can. It really does help us reach more people with this incredible message. And feel free to tag me on Instagram at Tiwalola or at Confident and Killing It. And yeah, keep sharing the message. Again, thank you so much for listening. Love you all. And until next time, stay confident and kill it.